In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. This week on The Bachelor, it's a three-hour Bachelor finale for the ages. Who will Matt pick? Then, Matt decides to keep things chill by not proposing. Will Chris Harrison still get his bonus? Plus, it's an after-the-final-rose you won't want to miss. All that and more. It's the most dramatic finale ever. This is The Bachelor. Hello and welcome to the Bachelor Podcast. I'm Kay York City. I'm Fat Carrie Bradshaw. And I'm Jared Freed. And we will finally have peace after this episode. We are done with this season, which it felt like um, <laughs> finally a million have years. peace. <laughs> it's such a strong way to put it, but yes. I mean, at least we think we'll have peace. Um, but before we get started, make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at The Bachelor and on Twitter at Bachelor Pod. We also have a newsletter that comes out every week called The Bachelor Breakdown, which Dana writes. Um, she's awesome and it, she will keep you up to date on everything that's going on in Bachelor Nation um, from the drama to the TikToks to um, everything that Jared and uh Chris and I talk about on the podcast. Give us a little synopsis. So make sure you're subscribing to that at betches.co slash bachelor breakdown. Jared, you know what? I want you to put this at the beginning, but tell people to share it on their story. You're very good at this. Oh, just I, I think it's a good way to share it. People get afraid of like telling a friend. And I think when you make it an Instagram story, you take a screenshot of you listening, put it on your stories. It's like a non-invasive way to let people know that you're listening, tag us. We'll send you a heart. But you know, I you know, stories are one of those things where everyone's looking, and we don't think that people look as much as us. But people look, and that's how people get into the show. And you may think that it doesn't matter for you to post, but it does. It means a lot to us. So make it your Instagram story. Get people involved. You, everyone has 200 friends, and one of your friends might go, "Hey, maybe I want to listen to a recap of the show as well and here have a fun time with it." So make it your Instagram story. We also just got a new a new uh, logo, and yeah. we're looking pretty good. So it's a good luck for us. Oh, we're looking great, baby. We we're are looking great. We're looking brie hot these days. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> got that green dress on. With that green dress, <laughs> and never guys, forget. make sure you check out the new website. Betches dot com is also completely rebooted and stunning, gorgeous. Check it out. Kay, you're still on the on the homepage. I'm still on the home. Actually, I just looked and I, I did see that. You are still on the homepage. So guys, go here. support. Check out a picture of Kay and so many other amazing things on Betches.com. Um, okay, so let's uh, dive right into it. So finally, we get to a three-hour finale for the ages. Matt's mom plants some early seeds of doubts. 
Michelle, she finds out why you don't get a non-refundable customized clothing. And Rachel finds out what it's like to wear leather pants and have nowhere to go, which I feel like we've all kind of been there. Um, Matt decides he really wants to keep things chill. Rachel literally cannot hide her anxiety. And Bachelor Nation welcomes not one, but two new bachelorettes. Um, lot to cover. I couldn't believe that it like the three hours last night felt like five because um, there was just so much going on. But let's name that episode. And, you know, Chris, I want you to start. It was so good. I love your title. Oh, thank you. I said this season could have been an email for my title. I mean, that was I didn't even I didn't even I wrote in here. I was like, I refuse to compete with Chris's title because that was so good. I was like thinking of one and that was great. But Jared, yours is really good, too. <laughs> Matt is still searching for a leg to touch like his mom. I feel that like was weird. Jared right? is like a CNN headline. <laughs> <laughs> like a CNN Breaking news. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that I didn't pick up on it until i saw the screenshot that i think you posted jared that like went viral um it's it's it it was a it was a caress it wasn't you know like someone dm me they're like you shouldn't make i'm like i'm joking around obviously i don't think he's like fucking his mom like (laughs) you know like it's just a way it's like tom brady kissing his kid like that's how, oh, I guess that's how they do it in their family. Good for them, you know? It's yeah, not like, right. Exactly. Know? Yeah. Every family But it was different. a touch. I've never that, done that, but, you know, to each family their own, I suppose. <laughs> like, I feel like my mom would have been like, what are you, what are you, are you okay? What's, what are you touching my leg for? You know, <laughs> yeah, like, my mom <laughs> would be like, how fucked up are you right now? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. That, or like, just be like, yeah, that's me. Uh, that's not the couch. Oh. And then I would have to act like, oh, that's not the couch. Oh, okay. I thought, sorry. thought you. <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> not going to lie. That was, a, that was a little squirmy. <laughs> it was a little squirmy for me. Um, but man, she is so sweet though. Patty James. She, I just feel like she is the most innocent and pure, um, mom Pat, out there patty's done been through some shit is the sense that i was getting i'm like this that every too. time she said love i felt like she was putting air quotes around it <laughs> like yeah, yeah she seemed a little she seemed um well i mean she even said like uh what was it love doesn't last forever or something like that well she's yeah. like love, yeah love is great and good but it doesn't pay the bills basically lo- <laughs> lo- i got i got this quote love is not the end-all be-all it's like, oh, that's okay. Yeah, I don't think that's Tinder's new marketing campaign. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Chris even brought it up. Chris even brought it up at the end, you know, and Matt's having this sort of like breakdown. He's like, yeah, I mean, your mom didn't really sell it for you. And we're like, no, she sure didn't. <laughs> well, it's like, it's one of those things. It's like The Bachelor, like like we've talked a lot about, and I, I talk about this like a lot where it's like, some people are watching this for Cinderella. Like they want... Yeah. They mm-hmm. want the beginning, middle, and grand finale of an engagement and to take the horse-drawn carriage off into the sunset. And Matt James's mom was like reality creeping in. She's like, yeah, no, like, like marriage takes more than just love. It takes, you know, practicality. And it's like, that's the stuff like nobody wants to hear. Like you, you don't want to hear, you, like it's like she came in to be like, yeah, weddings cost a lot of money and we have a budget. You know, like it's yeah. like no one wants to hear that. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. His brother, too. I felt like his brother was like a FBI agent with the interview questions. He'd be like, the girl would be like, yeah, I like really like your brother. Ha <laughs> ha. And he'd be like, uh-huh. So anyway, um, where yeah. do you see yourself in five years? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The brother was great. Like I was like, I, he is sticking to time. He is like getting through this interview without responding to their responses. I was here there for was, it. There was a piece of me that felt like his brother was like, I'm I'm making sure he's in for this because he's about to be the greatest wingman in the history of wingman. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like he's like, I cannot. He's like, if I'm losing him, it better be to love. I'm not losing him to not go out to some, you know, on some boys trips when this thing's ends. <laughs> Um, but I wonder uh, with these like questions, like when they bring the parents in on either side, uh, do you think I mean, it feels like they're sometimes prompted with these things. Like when when Matt's brother first wanted to pull her aside, he like looked around for a second. He was like, hey, do you want to chat for a second, Michelle? Like he was like, told, it's like, <laughs> OK, now is when you ask her. She wants to chat for a oh, second. Totally. You pull her aside. <laughs> I mean, they yeah. probably, they have cameras set up already in like the places that they're going to go sit and have the conversation. Like, obviously, the producers, I think, are very uh, direct. Well, directing. he's almost like the best case scenario for that, because like because he's like a like his brother felt like a guy and he felt like he was like oh so you have to take this time over takes her side and then it's like he's gonna ask like the most direct questions because he's just like oh i guess i have to ask these you know Mm -hmm. didn't it kind of feel like that like as opposed to like sometimes the sister will be like so what do you think for your tucks and you're like what Uh, okay like (laughs) (laughs) Um, well, okay. So Michelle and Matt's mom, everything, obviously I knew that they would totally vibe off of each other. I feel like Michelle is the perfect person to bring to your parents. Like the perfect, um, crowd I was thinking pleaser, that too. I was impressive. like, Michelle is like the ideal what I know my parents would gag if I brought home Michelle, they would be thrilled. But, um, (laughs) (laughs) I, I did feel like both dates were so quick. Like both meet the family dates were so fast. It was like eight minutes. Oh yeah. We were done with meeting. We were done with that within the first like 10 minutes of the show. And it's like, well, what's the rest of the show going to (laughs) be? I was like, we still have, you know, two and a, uh, two hours and 45 minutes left. Like, what are you going to show us? I, so that I, I just, their their dates were so the 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 meeting the parents were so different in like themed ways like Michelle's like was like talking about like real stuff like family and like how they fit in together and then you go to like Rachel's was like themed on like God and it's like I'm not a very religious person and I know that like God can matter a lot but like God usually relates to family and to like like what you do as a family and like they never got into that it just got into this like overarching kind of like cosmic thing that felt very uh dana actually texted me and she was like matt and john are both biblical names and rachel was like all right let me shoot my shot here i bet this woman (laughs) loves god and i i did feel like that too because i was like you haven't brought up god since the first episode rachel (laughs) yeah because she said she said to his mom she was like you know uh on our first one-on-one date um, before we did anything, he prayed over us, and his mom immediately waterworks. Like, yeah. <laughs> immediately the waterworks. Oh my god! Came his out. mom was like, "I did it right. I raised him right. <laughs> he prayed over them." <laughs> yeah, and it just like that just felt less personal. Like Michelle's, 
it, it just was like a vibe. Like it's like uh, like it's like you know talking about like so we're both from North Carolina, you know, like as opposed to like oh the street I grew up on is a lot like Matt's that he grew up on, you know, like mm-hmm. it, it, it it just was like two very different, and you could feel it. Like and I think that's why we all like love Michelle and feel some sort of connection to her because you're like oh there's a certain sense of like getting to know her that it didn't really happen with Rachel. Yeah, were you guys like surprised? I I don't I felt like we didn't see the family like click enough and now we know why because what's the point of them clicking, I guess, yeah. is why they edited yeah. it down so low. Um I don't know. I I I just wasn't surprised by the end after the meet the family dates especially. Well, I mean, the mo- the most important thing was his talk with his mom. Like of all the things and there was a little bit like when the mom says Love is not the end all be all. And I think it gave eye twitch. Oh, no. (laughs) I literally was like (laughs) (laughs) me and my roommates literally all saw we go. Oh, my God. His eye just twitched when she said that. Well, well, I think it like gave him permission. Like, I think he was, you know, listen, we've all kind of been on the same page where it's like we don't see the Matt getting engaged. We all kind of said it from Mm -hmm. very early on. And it kind of looked like. Matt was searching for talking points throughout the last couple episodes of like, okay, how do I explain to people that an engagement ain't going to fly here? And like, well, my mom said this and mom, you know, mom's in charge type of thing kind of like helps him out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And um, it, I did. It was interesting to finally see Matt think about engagement like the fact that there is an engagement at the end of this i mean it only took him until literally the last episode to be like okay so there's an engagement at the end of this i need to probably figure this out now (laughs) (laughs) well i mean when he went yeah it did it did kind of dawn on him but when he went to chris harrison I, i thought like if anything showed chris harrison's inability to like be more than just and you have three roses left. Like yeah. last night was kind of the night because Matt was legitimately like, it, it was interesting because Matt never having been on the show, he's like, okay, I don't know what to do. I know how I'll reach out to. I need someone who's been through this before. And you're like, I actually thought I'm like, who's this going to be? Didn't you think that? Like when he was like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like I was like, oh, who's coming? Who's, who's the special he- guest? Tyler C. Yeah, I was waiting. I- I, I thought like someone who has been married 30 years was going to like walk through that door. And then it's like, it was Chris. And I'm like, Chris, he's going <laughs> to, that's who you're going to your last talk. That, that is your last <laughs> like, talk is like, going to be Chris. I did feel like Chris the whole time was like, I don't get my bonus unless there's a proposal. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, yeah. So, so he literally said he, op- Matt does a monologue where he opens up to Chris and Chris and Chris's response, he's like, so I don't know what to do. Chris, Matt's basically like, listen, you've done 40 seasons of this. I'm sure you know who should get engaged, who shouldn't get engaged. Give me the allowance to like do something different. And Chris goes, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. And it's like, that's all you got? <laughs> right. That was his only response. <laughs> like, in, 
I felt like Chris's eye was twitching. Like this, if this doesn't end in a goddamn proposal, like I'm gonna get I, in trouble. Oh I got, yeah, I got Neil Lane waiting outside. This guy's a big sponsor, right? Oh. It didn't feel like he had to get. Is how am I gonna bring in Neil Lane? It also felt like Neil Lane. We're skipping ahead a bit, but I like Neil Lane felt like he was like, listen, I get paid either way, so do what you want. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Let's get high. Like that was the vibe I was getting from and, Neil and Lane. He's like, and if you're if you don't uh, stay engaged for at least three years. I'm taking the fucking ring back. Yeah, he's like, yeah, take it. I got paid for it already. My kids are going to college <laughs> scot-free. Also, yeah. when Neil Lane was like talking about, he's like, oh, that's the diamond my mother had. I was like, what? Who yeah. the yeah. fuck knows that stuff? I'm like, if someone was like, what's your mom's uh, engagement ring? I would be like, I have literally the slightest idea. I and think it, well, gay. Neil Lane came in came in like the ultimate salesman. If we want to like jump ahead to Neil Lane, I mean like yeah. he he basically was like like that's stuff a car salesman says. Like, yeah, it was on my mother's. You make it personal. Mm. You know, like, oh, now you're buying a ring that has nostalgia that is connected to, you know, uh, you know, an older, refined woman. That he's trying to implant ideas into the mm-hmm. person he's trying to sell to his head. And it is like you know, Neil, the whole time you're thinking like, like, and then Matt's reaction to the ring. He's like, can I touch it? Like, it almost <laughs> had this thing of like, Matt was like, if I touch it, do I have to get engaged? Like, it was like two people. It, it really felt like Matt was dealing with Neil Lane, like a sample lady at Costco. Like, he just was like going through the moat. He's yeah, like, oh, I have to commit to it. Mm. And, but he had to act like he was like, he's like, oh, emerald. Very cool cut. Uh, pear cut. OK, cool. I'm going to think about it. Yeah, yeah like that's his, pretty. His, his girlfriend's in the dressing room. So he like is stuck standing there at the counter. <laughs> so he has to like keep the conversation going. I'm wondering, um, do we think those rings that Neil brings are just the reject rings from past seasons? <laughs> I bet a there's bag. a few returners. A bag of old rings. He's like, I got this bag and it just jiggles it around. It's like Ben Higgins thought he was going to choose this one, but he decided to yeah. go with the other one instead. <laughs> this, this one was on Becca until Ari took it back. You know, like, yeah. <laughs> He's like, let me tell you about this cursed ring. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. The whole thing, like just the, I guess like the combo of Neil Lane and Chris Harrison giving advice, like Matt going to, it just felt like he was going to like the worst possible place for advice. Like the two people that had the most to gain out of him just pushing through to an engagement as opposed to like his mom who has nothing to gain. His mom has something to gain by him not making a mistake. And his mom's sitting there like, right. listen, if you're like, don't rush this thing. Don't feel in a rush. And then Chris is like, oh, lots to unpack. I'm going to let you decide. Neil Lane's like, well, just hold on to the ring. Just put it in your pocket. See how it feels. And you're like, okay, what's going on here? Yeah, I felt like his mom was like, you should totally propose if it's Michelle. But <laughs> you really should think about it if it's Rachel. <laughs> like, I felt, I don't know. I felt like he needed somebody um, completely unbiased like i felt like his mom doesn't believe in love and then chris harrison and neil lane are like also don't believe in love but still want him to get engaged yeah Yeah, exactly have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but you can't always afford the super high-end stuff i have a solution for you newly newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank so free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead 
Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. And for just $98 a month, you can get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. And always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. Newly is a great value of $98 a month for any six styles, but right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up using the code Bachelor20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Bachelor20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, with the code Bachelor20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Speaking of Michelle, should we get into her? Yeah, the last uh, sports date. Of course, yeah. they have to squeeze in another sports activity. I'm just gonna say that if I would have been taken to the top of that building and been told we're rappelling down, I would have been like, you know what, break up with me here. Especially because yeah. it's like, oh, we're going to that chalk drawn heart. We need to rappel down the side of the building to get to it. I would be like, I'm good. I've been on a picnic before. Yeah, Can't we I just mean, like <laughs> take the stairs. I don't. <laughs> a mat. Uh, yeah, it didn't. It, it was like the final scene from The Hangover where they found their friend, and then you like you like, and it's like, listen, if you had like, isn't Michelle on that date going? I've met the family. We fucked supposedly. It, do you, like I have to belay myself down a building for you to be sure? <laughs> like, what could be proved? Like, belay on, on belay, right? Climbing. Uh, so, are we doing this or not? Like, what or are you not? Doing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me know. It, it made it, it. It's like it made f- you feel like, and I, I guess like we get to this towards the end of the date when he, she comes when he comes to her room, but it like with Michelle, it felt like. He knows as much as we all know, like how great a choice Michelle is, but it didn't seem like he was excited about the choice. If that makes sense, no, yeah. I agree. I felt that he, I felt like he very much was like, I know I should want Michelle, but I just don't. Like was kind of, but Michelle represents a new, uh, a new phase of life. Like I think, like mm-hmm. that's like something like a lot of. Um, like Rachel kind of touched on this in hers where she's like, I'm ready. Let's get started. I'm ready for the next thing. And I think a lot of women think that way with like marriage engagement. Like, let's do it. We're here. You like me. I like you. You hear it a lot with you up podcast when people are like, I'm dating. Uh, I have friends with benefits and I, I, we should just, we're friends and we hook up. So why wouldn't we just be together? And it's right. like, and you could see from Matt James's side, he's sitting there and be like, yeah, be together means we now like hunker down into like life that maybe I'm not ready for. Yeah. And I felt like he was also thinking like, I wish Serena P was still here. Yo, what a yeah. shitty thing to think. But like, I, I also kind of agree. I think he, I honestly think he was going to choose Serena P, but she ended up sending herself home. And so I think that, Maybe that's what, well, besides the fact that he is completely not ready to get engaged, <laughs> um, maybe that's the fact that he didn't want to get engaged. But um, I think Serena P also offers him the 
the ending he wanted, which is, hey, we're not engaged, but we're going to hang out and have a great time together. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. we're, we're going to travel the world on the dime of a sponsored post and for the next year and a half, and that'll be cool. And maybe we work out, maybe we don't. And Serena P kind of has that vibe to her. I mean, I love that. I, yeah, right? I mean, she's. <laughs> I mean, I mean, who doesn't who doesn't want that? A year of sponsored post payment to go I mean, just around the country and do every awesome party fun thing in uh, the year that they're going to call the Roaring Twenties after the vaccines are out. Literally, like, I want to be the right? queen of the Roaring Twenties. Right. Jared, you're making a very good point. I'm like the Roaring Twenties. I should go on tour, just be crazy. That's um, right. I should go on tour and <laughs> like just not be crazy. even not even like a show tour, just like me going on tour by myself. Yeah, um, just uh, paint it up like you're going to Palm Springs, <laughs> but you just do it everywhere. Like that's you what people I'll are going to be Palm doing. Springs. You'll be there at some point. <laughs> um, I also had to include the part where Matt like did not know how to rappel down the side of the building, and then the oh. trainer's like, the trainer's like, no, you just got to put your feet like below below your waist like a person he would. just had them up like he was just like ass down and then immediately and, like, <laughs> turns to up. to michelle and he's like oh you got to do this and this and this wrong wrong and, wrong matt <laughs> we like, think matt's super athletic but he's falling off bikes he's yeah. turning over four-wheelers like no yeah <laughs> um, um so when michelle gives matt that jersey though man that two um, jerseys Two jerseys, right. I mean, she had hers and he it was just that was heartbreaking. It was sad. It was heartbreaking because that's exactly what Michelle's ready for, and it's exactly what Matt is not Not. ready for. Like, if there's any gift that he was like like that (laughs) the way he touched the jersey and the ring was exactly the same. Just like, oh, can I touch it? You know, like it's unwell. You could see it in his face. He did he was just like Oh my God! He's like world-changing warriors. Oh my God! Um, I think I left my yeah. phone in the bathroom. <laughs> um, yeah, I felt really felt for Michelle in that moment because that's like you can see the 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 moment she gives him that, like her face also kind of drops. Like, oh God, mm. maybe we're not on the same page. And then when she's like, I don't know what you're like telling me. Am I supposed to fight for you? That really stabbed you through the heart. And he's like. I just don't think it's gonna gonna be us or whatever. Yeah, it was it was a real. He was like, it just it felt very abrupt, um, a little bit because I thought I was like, she's he's at least gonna keep her through the night, but, um, I like I understand because like I am the kind of person that when I realize something and I'm like sure of something, I'm like I need to make this decision right now or it's just gonna like eat me alive and Mm -hmm. i felt like the the jerseys were the final moment of like okay this is too much i need to well it it becomes a lie at that point if he's like putting on the jersey knowing that like i mean it literally says mr and mrs james (laughs) on the back like yeah that would be wearing a lie you know so I, i don't blame him like i think the timing of it made sense yeah, I hope she sells those on eBay and gets a pretty penny. I mean, I mean, right? <laughs> she would honestly, she would probably get a lot of money for those. A- absolutely, someone um, like Depop or something. <laughs> and then we uh, go into Rachel's date, and she's all excited, wearing some fresh leather pants. 
to go on this date and then Chris who always calls her Rach like they've been best friends for 10 years I know he's like Rach I have some bad news um Matt Matt canceled the date uh, the way he was saying it I felt like if I was Rachel I'd be like do you guys know where he is like the way Chris was saying it was like we can't find him um <laughs> I know she she he was like got some bad news uh Matt's gone <laughs> yeah, yeah literally I'm like dead is he dead like that was the vibe Chris Harrison was like there's been an accident like cop at the door it's um, a freak a freak building climbing accident he didn't know how to belay uh, she was like I did I thought I saw them rappelling down my window earlier um, yeah she was really and you could tell how upset she was and she was trying to keep her cool and um and I like sometimes- tweeted it have you ever seen the craft the movie of course remember like i've only seen it once but the like bad witch at the end she gets like a look in her eye when she's about to kill the good girl or whatever that <laughs> was like for some reason when chris said it rachel's face i got the the bad witch from the craft bad witch vibes vibe. like i was like oh my god she's gonna throw everyone against the wall with her eyes <laughs> <laughs> in my head i'm like they they must know that Chris is going to show up or they must know that something's going to happen. But she seemed act like legitimately caught off guard. Yeah, it, it, it was. And, and, and imagine getting like like Chris walks away a two minute like, yeah, so it's canceled. Um, we'll let you know. And then. Right. She like just has to sit in a room without her. Fo- Can you imagine not having your phone at that moment? Oh my god! I like, so like, pissed because uh, like, I'd be rage right. texting the, him immediately. Yeah. So honestly, better I don't have my phone. <laughs> but like, uh, like goodbye, good luck with your own thoughts. Uh, no one to text, no one to even yeah, rage, yeah. all that stuff. It's like I felt for that like predicament. Like at least give you a podcast to put in your ears to like get away from anything. your own brain, right? Yep. Yeah, they don't have anything, and she's just sitting there. Um, you know, all, and then all you can do is think about that because that's all you've had this in past, you know, two months or three mm. months. So you don't know anything else. So that like, that really sucks. What does she do? Like pop in a DVD? Like, I guess I'll watch, uh, you know, like, I guess I'll watch, you know, whatever, you know, uh, The Office a fifth, 500th time. Like, what does she even do? I would yeah, just I take a Xanax and go back to bed, I guess. <laughs> uh, how'd, you get, how'd you get addicted to Xanax? Well, two months on The Bachelor will do it to you. Um, <laughs> district. Not a lot to do. Yeah, they must have like a pharmacy in the name of Colin. <laughs> um, okay, so we finally get to um, the proposal moment where, you know, so they show um, Matt sends her that letter and he's like, meet me at the lake. Um, and he gets out in a suit and I'm thinking, oh, my God, is she going to wear a dress? Like, I'm wondering if it was just like a let's have a talk. And he's in it, his suit. And I was like, is she going to show up in like sweatpants? It really was bizarre because you're like, if you had a canceled date and then someone was like, ah, let's do it. You wouldn't be like, OK, I'll be there. Right. Like, no, you would have questions. And she doesn't even get to ask those questions. It's in a, like a, a letter brought by a dove. And it's like, can I give a another letter back to the dove being like, you know, what's happening? What are we doing? Yeah. I also, so I had looked up like the past um, finales for something on the Instagram and every, almost every single finale, the girl is where for bachelor and bachelorette is wearing like a shade of white for the proposal. Mm. So when she got out in the emerald green, I was like, I wonder if this was like a strategic 
like don't put her in white because he's not proposing. Oh, that's interesting. And I mean, I will have to say I did love that dress. Oh yeah, I mean she looked great. Like it matched her pretty eyes. Like she looked outstanding. They were in the woods. The green I mean, matched the surroundings. But she must have been freezing. I mean, it was snowing yeah. a day ago, and she's yeah. in a sleeveless dress. They're at a Hopa that looks like it's like brought to you by Home Depot. Like it was like a very bizarre like <laughs> scene. Like it looked like one of those like outdoor like bars that a guy built during the pandemic. He's like and and then put it on TikTok, and it's like <laughs> it's like what is this thing? It was like a what Hopa on an outdoor bar? I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, where's the lie? Where's the I guess lie? that is what it is. And then it, Chris, again, he's like, hey, Rach. And then as she's going down, he like puts his icy cold paw on her bare back to like paw. lead her. <laughs> I was just like, this poor girl is having a day today. I mean, this sets up your whole expectation of getting engaged. Like, imagine most women know that like it's happening. It's like, okay, well, I'm not that it's happening at that moment, but they know that, yeah, we've talked about it. We're getting engaged. We've probably gone ring shopping, whatever. Yeah. It's going to come at some point. And so, right. And so, but she knows it's going to happen and when it's going to happen, but she doesn't know if it's going to happen. So imagine knowing all of those details around it, showing up and being like, is he going to propose? Like, is, is it happening? Right. And not knowing that I feel like that would be the worst I wouldn't want to go into any engagement like that. No. Yeah, it, it doesn't seem fun. It doesn't seem no. like it's again, you guys mentioned the anxiety. I didn't notice this. It, the anxiety rat Which was, is yeah, that, I, that was that at, oh, it was, was that um after the final rose. She like got it. She had okay. Like, yeah, she was breaking out into hives. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay. So it wasn't for the engagement. I or for no. the whatever that was. I yeah, none of it is fun, but I mean, that's kind of like the theme of this season. It's like <laughs> you're showing up to like the, you know, the weirdest outdoor talk <laughs> ever. Like meet me by the lake. Uh, we'll see. Like, you know, the, this whole season's kind of been this like mental weirdness for everything. Yeah. And I felt like the editing, they still like played the music and everything like don't try to pull the shade over our eyes and make it seem like this is the same happy ending. Like, we're, don't trick us like you're trying to trick Rachel, okay? W- this is a shitty ending for well, that, us that, and her. And they still right. made it like this big romantic thing. That was the, the... I think that was like the most hilarious part is just watching her like happily look at him after him being like, so can you imagine anyone being pumped when it's like, so we're not getting engaged but we are going to like hang out and chill. It, it was like, I, like, I said, um, you're like what? <laughs> like, like it wasn't even a label really. He was just like, like it, it to me, like, uh, you know, this whole idea of like, we're exclusive, but not in a relationship. Like when someone's like, let's be together. And they're like, well, let's be exclusive, but not in a relationship. You're like, what's the difference at this point? Like you have to kind of like Literally, convince yourself into difference? this. Is, yeah. And you have to convince yourself that this was like a big moment for your like, relationship when really it's a step back yeah it is and like and trying to be excited about that like i would not be able to hide my disappointment right no and she Mm-mm. did i feel like and also you can't take step steps back like that i mean like jared you talk about i'm sure you guys talk about this on you up but um like once you're engaged you're not you don't just like 
if you're going to take a step back and you're just breaking up, you're not just being like, let's go back to yeah. being boyfriend and girlfriend. It's like, that's not how it works. It's like, if you're taking a step back, you're it's done. Yeah. The train tracks move in one direction or the other. There's no mm-hmm. sideways in relationships. And this felt very sideways. I guess the only thing that helps it is like, you know, there's this like, you won the bachelor. Like, because she gets the final rose, there is something for her to like achieve, I guess. But then it's like, but um, no, you know, that's it. You get it. Here's a rose and nothing else. Yeah. No diamond, nothing just else. a rose. I would be like, okay, I, how much money can I get for this rose? Yeah. I mean, you uh, get the followers though. Yeah. But yeah. That, well, yeah, that's, uh, I mean, that's kind of <laughs> like the- <laughs> me. I'm the worst fucking person. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> But I think that has a lot to do with like the after the final rose. Like, you know, there is this sense of like, you know, we're going to talk about it. But like she comes on 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 that and it's like she has like doesn't she have like the biggest following of all yeah. of the people that were on the season? Which is insane. Yeah. Which is like a weird conclusion after what's been going on. Yeah. I know. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have a question about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Selling a little or a lot Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business what I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level I know we use Shopify here at Betches and honestly anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash betches. Should we get into after the final rose? Yeah, let's do it. Might as well. Um, So this is the third hour. We already been like emotionally taken down for the first two. And Emmanuel uh, H.O. comes out and that suit. In that suit that was two sizes too small. Um, you could see every, every, his I was like, how definition. are his arms staying down? He looked like the little brother in a Christmas story <laughs> when he's like trying to walk to school. Um, yeah. And like, keeping it buttoned was a commitment. I mean, I would have been unbuttoned the whole time. I, it just, it was a lot of cleavage, male cleavage in the, yeah. with the 
you know, the turtleneck and the suit that was just way open. That button was clinging on for dear life the entire time. I felt for him. I've been in that position. If you're a guy who's put on a suit that doesn't fit, it is the worst feeling because, like, we're just not used to that. Like, women put on tighter clothing all the time and have to deal with shoes. But, like, Mm -hmm. also dressing up as a girl and a guy, people think a girl so much more difficult as someone that does both yeah. putting on a dress is a <laughs> lot easier than putting on a suit or a tux like i'm like there's so many buttons involved dressing yeah. up as a boy Ugh. like well, i feel so fat every time i wear a suit or a tux and i'm just well, like well <laughs> good chris, luck you to- could, chris you could like speak to this like it's airier in a dress like at least there's like yeah room for air to come in with a suit like you just constrict every your your cuffs, your neck, your belt, your shoes. You know, like it's all constricted. Yes, and it's like even if it's really hot, you have to wear a suit. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't like, matter. Um, true, but obviously, like true. dressing in a dress, a lot of people, you know, spanks and the whole nine yards. So, sure, dressing up sucks in general. Uh, let's all just. Get I don't know. I agree up. on that. But I okay. saw I saw him in that in that turtleneck, and I was like, I know this is the look. And you know, Chris and I we've talked about it here, where it's like, you know, th- that turtleneck look. I don't know how long it can last. I I, I don't think you know, Emmanuel is going to be rocking it anytime again. Yeah, they really are are clinging to that turtleneck look. Um, but. Honestly, I am so I mean, I knew that he was going to be great just because, you know, he's a natural host and everything. And I really liked I really liked him. The second he came on the screen, I honestly like honest to God felt I was like, oh, this feels natural. This feels like he's been here before. I've seen him before. Um, Like I've seen a show. I've seen The Bachelor with him hosting before. So I really liked that vibe that I got from him. And he was great at asking these questions. I mean, there's no way Chris Harrison with or without this um, whole scandal could have navigated this situation. Yeah, I'm with you. I thought if, if right from get go, it felt like there was a leader, you know, yeah. like he, he knew how to lead the conversation and honestly ask questions that you were like, oh, wow. Like I didn't think he was going to come from that angle or like he pressed Matt on things too. Like Mm -hmm. he, he pressed everybody. Like it wasn't, I think it made it feel like a fuller show because he, he could go and ask questions of everyone there. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I think Michelle comes out first. Yeah. And Michelle, it seems like Matt did Michelle dirty after those cameras turned off. Oh my off. God. She and even is- though she like mm-hmm. pretended to be over it, she is not, she was like not, when they shared a laugh and I'm using air quotes, like he was laughing out of anxiety and she was laughing out of the fact that he was anxious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, she <laughs> dragged him low key. Like he all deserved the- it. Like the fact that, uh, she was like, I asked to speak to him for two minutes. The producers were watching me crying and he would, he refused to no? talk to me. Ew. That's like, that's like actual, like a fuck boy, like ex-boyfriend shit, like for real ex-boyfriend shit. Like you'd be like, can we just talk? And he's like, you know, you ignore her or what, like whatever. Like that's- yeah, he's like, dry your tears with those jerseys and calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Not with the jerseys. <laughs> 
<laughs> but she was really you could tell how genuine like genuinely upset she was still um about that and the fact that he wouldn't even give her that closure kind of sucks i mean yeah he was upset because he had to go through he like he didn't want to have to break up with her but it's this, at the same time like at least talk to her and be like hey here's what's going on but apparently he didn't have that two minutes for her well then he kind of gives her the two minutes on the couch and his i think she kind of like she's like i it kind of felt like she was like oh i'm not gonna get the answers I need from him. Like he just kind of like, just oh, basically he like, yeah, he totally diverted. He was just like complimenting her to death. And then was like, that's it. You he know, didn't like, answer the question at all. All he did was say like, you're amazing. You're awesome. Blah, blah, blah. All I can say is that I'm sorry. It's like, no, you I, can actually tell her what your thought process was. I like wrote it down. Cause um, Jared has been saying it like, just like Tyler C. It's like the art of saying nothing while seeming like you're, saying everything and that was i felt what matt did the entire t- thing with michelle like i'm like you're not saying anything you're just anything like, at all yeah i don't i don't know yeah um, I, I think like the the answer of you you like if he had said you're ready for a part of life that i'm not ready for i think we all would have been like like i think she would have understood that yes yeah like you gave me a jersey with mr and mrs james on it and I think and and uh, that was like, oh, my God, like, I'm not ready for that. And I guess like, again, like to the Tyler C thing where it's like, that's him disappointing a large swath of this audience where it's like, oh, so you came on the show to not find love, huh? And it's like, no, well, that's not fair for people to do to him. But people would. Yeah, I felt the same way. Um, and then we move on to talking about Rachel. Mm hmm. And he says how they like had private, they were, I guess, together at a resort and having some kind of like a honeymoon period. Somebody was yeah. taking pictures of them and in a pool. Who was taking those pictures? I have the slightest. <laughs> do, they, uh, do they just send like an intern with them? They're like, okay, so you're going to be like their friend because they can't talk to anybody else. Like, yeah. have fun. Um. Yeah, I don't, I wondered what happens after. Like, because remember when Caitlin Bristow, like, got in trouble because she posted a Snapchat or something and Sean was in the background and it was like before the finale. Yeah, they're not supposed to like see each other. I know like Dylan and Hannah G when they got engaged like right after Paradise, um, they weren't allowed to like see each other but they would have like visits like <laughs> like what are That's those called so like weird conjugal, conjugal visits, visits. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um but they would have to wear like when they would go over to each other's houses they'd have to wear like wigs and stuff when they were outside like disguises the fuck i would be I, like afraid if they're like okay now you guys can't see each other for nine months i'd be like okay great so date for five weeks don't see each other for nine months this sounds like it's gonna do really well in the definitely future definitely gonna work well, I I have to assume, wouldn't you assume they make so much money on this show, they pay out very little. Like, this is like a cash cow type of show. Yeah. Do you, I would imagine from Nima Colon, they could private jet them somewhere to do like a weekend at least together to get that picture and then go, okay, we're taking you to two different places. Like, I, that's the only way. Right. That or I could like, see it. We're in quarantine anyway. Like, why, just take them to the same place. Well, I don't know, whatever, because it doesn't. It seems like when all of the 
news about Rachel's past came out, they weren't together. Yeah, they weren't like, together because it was over uh, over the phone. I think they ended up breaking up. Yeah. Um, and this is when you know everything gets uh, more intense, and you know Emmanuel's asking these hard hitting questions, and a lot of it is Matt sitting in silence, which we'll get to once like Rachel comes out. So much silence. So much silence to the point where Emmanuel's like, it's better to just tell the truth and be honest. Like yeah. I'm trying to like he was prompt like, him okay? to get a response. <laughs> or like being like, wow. Cause he's still sitting in that silence. He's trying to like facilitate like what the fuck's going on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they went to commercial and they came back and were like still in silence. Like it was like, <laughs> Have I we done, like have we just been sitting here for twenty minutes? You know, like <laughs> I felt that way. I was like, oh my god, they must have been sitting like this through the whole commercial break. <laughs> you know, and so he asked. He was asking Matt. You know, these questions about uh, Rachel and and you know he had to do. He said that she had to do this learning by herself, and he says that when um, she comes out as well, because you had to you had to think about in his position if they would have stayed together, not just because of like the press about it, because that's a huge part of it. Like if he would have stayed with her and been like, you know, we're going to get through this. It would have been a bad look for him. Mm, So on top of the fact that it's already like shitty and um, she didn't understand his blackness is what he said. And that's very true. Like you can't be dating um, uh, somebody who's not able to, at least try to relate or learn what you're going through and know your background and know the things that you have to go through. She had, she had no idea. Mm. I felt it was confusing. Like I didn't really know how to feel. Cause I do feel like she is in love with him or at least was last yeah, for night. Sure. Um, and she was like, I don't know what else to do. Like, I felt like, there is no answer like they just needed to be like it's over that's it like and she kept uh, being I, I felt like Emmanuel too was kind of trying to get Matt to be like just also admit that you didn't like her that much like because he was like well what about this why wouldn't you do this why wouldn't you do this to stay together well if you really loved her wouldn't you just do this well if you really loved her and i was like emmanuel just let it go i also think he was being a little bit dramatic like i mean the stuff that he was saying like you're you might never see him again oh i know i was like is yeah. that being like yeah. are we all you're getting never, killed after this what if you don't ever speak to him again okay <laughs> well, like with michelle he was like this could very well be the last time you ever see it's, each other yeah, they'll be watching each other's Instagram stories for the rest of each other's yeah, lives. Don't like, worry. I don't yeah, think like, that's the T. Yeah. Well, I I did like you know, Emmanuel's questioning. I like that he was like, listen, if you know, like, it, it. I did have the same vibe as you, Chris, where it was like, listen, if you if you love each other, then you'll work on this together, and then I, you know, Matt James saying she doesn't understand my you know my blackness like i was like all right that's enough reason like i think with rachel like the the thing about it is like you can hate her you can not like her and just be like i you know listen i found out more information and i've changed my mind like that's totally okay and that could be a part of your whole attraction for her right i mean i uh, i think so but i think because it was part of it honestly because it was made into this massive deal and like you kind of have to set 
set an example maybe i don't know it, it it's hard to it's hard to say that because one of the questions that i really um was thinking about he was talking about you know uh rachel in 2018 you know versus the rachel now like are you willing to no, like realize that she's a different person than she was in 2018. But the thing is about Rachel in 2018 is that it's the same Rachel that was up until she found out what that were until those photos resurfaced. Yeah. Like that Rachel hadn't changed because then she finally found out what that word meant. So it's not like she's a different person. She's that same person in 2018 as she was up until these photos came out. And then she was like, Oh wait, what? I also felt mm. like when Emmanuel was like, um, where like how how did you grow up basically he was like how did you not know and i was like you know her parents are like backstage with scissors to her credit card like i dare you to say awesome yeah speak up <laughs> because, i mean like, she she subtly without being it she's like i could use growing up in the south as an excuse i could use my family as an excuse i could use the fact that it was commonplace around me growing up but i won't use that um like obviously she's gone through the ABC school of uh interview training. Yeah. Definitely. What can I say? What can I say to get my point across but not to piss everyone off again? Like I felt like she definitely got some Kardashian level interview training. Oh, like you you could tell right when she said um the the most coached up one was when he was like have you been doing the work and she's like I could tell you the work I'm doing. Like and she knew how bad that would sound if she just like rattled started, off the like, book she read. Started like blurting off. Yeah, stuff. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah. Like she's like, I'm and a. It was like and she, she even said podcasts and books and documentaries, and you're like, okay, so like you knew right there that she had some coaching. Yeah, for sure. Um, he yeah, had then, a really good quote, um, and it was he said, "History is meant to be remembered, but not all history is meant to be celebrated," and I think that's. That was that was super powerful because, you know, he's talking about the party also showing up with the receipts of the actual photos. I didn't think he was going to bring those out. No, the, that's why that's that's the thing. Well, that's what he you know, that's why he was so such a good choice to host this. Like he, you know, Emmanuel Acho isn't trained in The Bachelor, but he is someone. This is something he is very well versed in doing like these, you know, his whole thing is uncomfortable conversations with a black man like he's really good at like bringing people to the table that maybe not would be at the table talking about this so you know i think that like he it's like his expertise almost showed in that yeah um and then you have and then he tried to like he even said at the very end um maybe do you guys want to share one last embrace there was no oh my god no embrace so awkward yeah, it, that was really awkward. And you could tell, I don't even think, it felt like Matt didn't even want to see her. Like, he, yeah. I, it felt like that he did not even want to see her. I feel like he is so traumatized from this season and from this past year. Who, like, when he was chosen to be The Bachelor, he had no idea that all of this shit was, like, that Bachelor Nation was just going to blow up in front of his face. Yeah. Because mm. you have, you know, all the crazy contestants you have rachel's thing comes out um you have chris harrison commenting on this you have another host replacing chris harrison for this and um his engagement he ends up not getting engaged plus they end up breaking up i mean what a shit show 
And then he's put in the position to give answers. And yeah. he's made it pretty clear that he doesn't like giving answers. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like by how he's acted with uh-huh. the women. So again, and he's not alone. I I, I would be in a very similar position where I'd be like, I don't know what to say at this point. Like, this is not what, you know, this is not what I signed up for is what I, it kind of felt like from his position. But I, I, you know, like I, I, it was, it was, it was unbelievable to watch. I, I, I gotta say. Yeah. It was, um, but it was, it was something. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I think he, he must regret all of this, but, uh, do you think he regrets coming on the show? Do you think? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, I, I would regret coming on the show because of all the shit that has happened around it. I would be like, man, fuck this. Like, what did mm. I do? Yeah. I felt like he was like, I signed up for Claire's season and this is what I got. And this I didn't is what I got. <laughs> He's like, I literally came to like meet a girl, make some friends, hang out, get some Instagram followers, maybe be Bachelor in a couple seasons, hit, hit the beach, Batch in Paradise. Like he wanted a Tyler yeah. C trajectory and then he got thrown into the pilot seat. Yeah. It, that was, <laughs> yeah, it's um, a hot ass mess. But should we get it, well, into, go ahead. Speaking, then, yeah. At the very end, they like, the literal last 30 seconds bring out Michelle and Katie. Oh and yeah. I almost forgot it because <laughs> it was so short. <laughs> It was very sure. And they didn't even explain it. They're like, they explained it in like half a sentence. They're like, they're both going to be bachelorettes in two different seasons. Good night, everybody. You know, literally like, it was like, so, so quick. I, I don't, I'm like, maybe we could have cut some of the dead air and, and how, given this a little bit more room to breathe. So I have a question. How do you think this changes the bachelor? Because would you go on The Bachelor with no chance? Because if it's the next two Bachelorette seasons, okay, mm-hmm. there you would assume a Bachelor season comes in between the two, or are they just going to go Bachelorette, Bachelorette? I think it's going to be. I think yeah. it's going to be Bachelorette, Bachelorette Paradise. Then in January again, The Bachelor. Oh, see, oh, I thought so, it was okay. going to be. I thought it was going to be Bachelorette Paradise, Bachelorette, Bachelor. Bachelorette mm-hmm. Paradise. Well, Bachelorette, they, they, they're filming, okay, that makes they're sense filming the Bachelorette right after this summer. The second one. They're starting to film it this summer. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess because I was thinking, like, how long are they going to make Michelle wait? Like, if they're like, okay, we're going to start filming in a year. Just make sure you stay completely single until then. Yeah, no. I think they're yeah. I think they're filming Katie starting, like, now. Or they're getting ready to start. And then... um They'll do Katie's season. Then in the middle of Katie's season this summer, they'll start filming Michelle's. So then I don't think we're just going to have, I don't think we're going to have a break like we usually do. I mean, we, we, I mean, that's, I think that's a big part of the reason like this all feels like, like it feels like we're at our like wicks end with like the bachelor right now. It's like there wasn't the break. Like we went straight through. We went like Claire feels like seven years ago, but also yesterday. Like, like, yeah. like, Claire, you know, it like, it, it, and, and we went Claire, Tasha, right in the mat. Now we're like, okay, do we run? To, like, I don't know if, if it works that way. Like, I think I need a break. Don't you guys? I'm, I'm a little tired. <laughs> I need yeah. to catch up for a second. I just need to like, you know, um, have a little bit of peace before I get into another season of who knows what 
the fuck's going to happen just because every time it comes on, some new bullshit appears. And also who's signing up for this show right now? Like, like what guy, like, you know, listen, Katie seems like a great woman. Um, I like that. She's like, you know, I think she's 30. Like, I, I think that's a great age. I think that's a great age for the bachelorette. Like, uh, you know, I, I, but like, you know, are there guys like, is she going to get a bunch of 25 year old dudes showing up? Like, who's yeah. she going to get at that house? I know. I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I just like I kept thinking of like, you know, Michelle and Katie seem like really ready and like ready for like a good relationship. And you're like, what guy is going under these circumstances? Like right now, like who's again, we just talked about the roaring 20s coming like. Guys like, nah, I'm going to go. I don't know. I, I, it just doesn't seem like a. Especially knowing that everybody's out to expose your past. Like nobody's signing up for this thinking. Oh, I'll be fine. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Unless you're like real confident in your past. <laughs> Unless you've well, already you're... deleted everything that you've ever done. <laughs> had your entire. <laughs> nobody's being like, yeah, this I'll be fine. Let me just like fuck around. Yeah. Sign up. It it, um, it does feel like getting into politics. Like you, you, I do think of this, like who would sign up to be running for mm-hmm. president? Who would sign up to run for office and who would sign up to go on the bachelor? Like it doesn't, unless they, you know, ABC hires some sort of like CIA scrub team. Yeah, truly. Okay. Let's get into our weekly categories. Let's start with a, would you rather Chris go for it? Okay, I said, would you rather get sent home like like Michelle did or be the one he chooses, but there's no proposal? Sent home. Mm. The, sent home, no question. Yeah, I think You can't go home. sideways. It's not exciting. Yeah, I think same. Mine's sort of the same uh, kind of a vibe, but would you rather get broken up with at the proposal and get no closure or get broken up with in private Um. Oh, wait, get broken up at the proposal um, and get closure or get broken up in private with no closure. Uh, I would rather get broken up with at the proposal and get closure, I think. I never know what closure even means. Like, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't know what it means fair. either, but <laughs> <laughs> at like, least I, like I, getting that two minutes, that two minutes sure. being like, why? Uh, I guess in... I, the in private just because i would be like okay now i can yeah, go home that's true because like people are like i want closure but even if someone completely explains to me i'm like okay i don't get it and they're like <laughs> i just told you i don't like you i'm like okay or, but why but that or, doesn't make sense or you're <laughs> like wow you're the meanest person ever who would be that honest you know yeah like, fair that's also there <laughs> i'm it's a lose-lose situation if you're trying to break up with me it really is um okay jared what was yours oh deny neil lane or deny a woman looking for closure that was my (laughs) rather i would rather i think i feel like neil lane is a conversational wizard i feel like i would end up being a salesman for him if i tried to talk to him (laughs) i agree i agree i I don't want to talk to neil lane i'll end up like getting a new credit card for neil lane diamonds (laughs) (laughs) i agree with chris i'm on the same page (laughs) yeah it can't be dodged can't be dodged um all right uh villain of the week chris you and i have the same answer the producers i feel like 
a lot of these things could have been avoided with like casting and choosing what to show like this entire season in general. Um, it all seems to be brought on by um, selfishness, but good TV, but you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Truly. Yeah. I, I, I just put love was the villain of the week. Like, you know what? True. Nobody wanted to hang with love. Uh, practicality was, was the hero here where everyone's like, yeah, I'm going to take a few minutes. I, I'm going to hold off. All right. Cringe Harrison Award. I'm going to say uh, Chris Harrison's voiceover during After the Final Rose as oh if my God, I know. Emmanuel that was... was not there and we're still seeing Chris like give the previews and like the also, in-betweens Chris of it. introducing him. He's like, please right. welcome Emmanuel Acho. I was like, <laughs> oh, that must have stung. It's like he was haunting the show. Yeah, it was strange. <laughs> but also, I'm like, so he's still getting a paycheck for doing that. Like, He's getting a paycheck until this thing goes off the air. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There's no um, question. I said Matt's beard. I can't with that, that shit. What the hell is like that? You got to shape that shit up. Well, his brother had the beard when a brother came over, and it kind of felt like it foreshadowed. Like It was like Matt looked at his brother and was like, that looks pretty good on you. I think I could pull it <laughs> off. <you know? laughs> Um, I had Chris Harrison's advice to Matt of that's a lot to unpack. That's <laughs> his advice. Imagine, his advice was that you, that's a lot of shit to take care of. Good luck. It's like, yeah. Yes. So help me take care of it. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't understand. Uh, all right, Jared, do you have a minute for us? I got less than a minute and let's it, do it. it. Let me, here's the thing. This is the time of year. Anytime there's a finale, they, the people come out of the woodwork of, who likes The Bachelor? I hate The Bachelor. I hate The Bachelor. It is the worst opinion. When I hate something, I either find a way to make fun of it creatively or I talk shit about it to the friends I talk shit with. If you're someone that just posts, I don't like The Bachelor because you hear people talking about it, that shows you have zero creativity or you don't have a friend to shit talk with, which makes me feel sad for you. I know. Think about those people who don't have friends to shit talk with. I at right? least you get to have... shit talk with you guys every every Tuesday exactly. morning. <laughs> yes. Like, uh, exactly. Can you imagine how sad your life is to, who would watch this? Yeah, go talk to a friend about that. I, this isn't even a good post. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a lot um, to say. Um, but yeah, so I guess this is our last. Will you accept this rose of the season? Yes. Um, mine goes to Emmanuel Acho. Like I'm down to have him host um, more. Like I'm excited for Tasha and Caitlin. If you guys missed it, they're going to be tag teaming the next Bachelorette. Um, and but I do, I do, I did love like Emmanuel, and I hope that they bring him back for uh, more than just just this. He gets my rose. He did a great job. Uh, yeah, I said us, the audience, because we got to the end of the season. Us I think three we all, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all deserve roses. We did it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm with UK. Emmanuel was great. I think um, if, if they could fashion out like he's the final rose guy, like maybe that's it could be a good role. Like I just I just mm -hmm. like the way he came at stuff. So definitely. 
Um, so next week we are going to do a whole recap of awards from this season and, um, you know, hand out not just these like weekly categories, but an entire thing of, uh, entire section of categories for all of the bachelor this season. So make sure you guys tune in next week. And um, we'll also give you a preview of what we think about the new Bachelorettes, what we think is going to happen. I know um, I'm not going to talk about it on here, but I know there have been like some spoilers uh, for Katie's cast members already out, which is kind of crazy. Yes. They came out last night um, on I saw it on Twitter. I was like, man, you fuckers are quick. Wow. I mean, like I haven't they haven't even announced the bachelorette yet and they're already releasing her cast members. So crazy. Um, we will. But after that, we'll have another episode and then we are going to take a brief break just bet- until the new bachelorette season starts. So we have two more episodes. Next week is going to be the awards and then the week after just come back for that because it'll also be a good one. So um, make sure you guys are following us, rating, reviewing, subscribing. You guys heard at the beginning, shared on your stories. But um, you guys, until next week, bye. Betches.